Welcome to Beer Talk. So glad none of you on YouTube saw that. That was, uh, on Instagram you were treated to some pretty solid early 90s dancing on my part. I don't know how to dance, so I just wiggle my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's called wedding dancing. Wedding um, dancing? Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, that's, that's pretty much is what that, I that, is that, That's exactly it. I think you're right. But yeah, so welcome to Beer Talk. We are super glad you guys are here. How are you doing, Jesse? I am doing okay. It's kind of a crazy week. You know? yeah. Easter is, as my friend uh, refers to it, the, the Super Bowl of church. Mm. So... There's like a ridiculous amount of stuff to do this week um, in order to prep everything. So, I mean, that's fair. But I, I think the other thing is, you know, we're all, you know, with my kids, we're settling into online school, which is its own thing. So we're definitely trying to still figure that out. Uh, how are you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, the stress of the Easter's and uh, Friday, Sunday. You know, the two services and yeah. the span of three days thing definitely hits me a little bit. Um, I never really understood that until I was in ministry. I was like, because you know, like, you know, pastors do stuff, but like, kind of you think like they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then also, awesome. like, you realize oh. when, you, when you get in ministry, you're like, oh, I, I do stuff, yeah, every day. So that, that is that is deeply hurtful. Um, no. <laughs> but also, what majority think? Well, so. technically, I mean, you've been in ministry longer than me, so you would know. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, why? Well, you guess you came to the game later then, or? Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I spent a lot of time touring and playing clubs and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. I went straight from Bible school to church so just hanging out where jesus hung out the pubs so you know yeah. um <laughs> do, yes do, do. today's uh today's uh beer talk is brought to you by our good friends at zevia energy drinks um so that can tell you about where i am not a sponsor <laughs> not a sponsor not sponsors we would accept sponsors um no, we? no, no i don't no. think so we don't need to promise we're not selling out to the man no yeah, so I thought we could kick things off with the beard seal of approval. Oh, yes. So we'll start with yours this week. All right, so our beard seal of approval for this week is going to be like a book or a podcast or an album, just something that like you're reading or listening to that's been bringing you enjoyment. So before um, all this went down, I was actually starting into the book Multiply by Francis Chan, which you can see on the screen there. And uh, it's a book just based on like discipleship and caring for people and um, how, like what it means to be a disciple, what it means to make disciples. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we use that word a lot in like church lingo, discipleship, but I was like, I kind of understood what it meant, but then I also kind of didn't. So ah, fair enough. it's been very fair beneficial enough. to be like reading through it. And I'm still in the beginning parts of it, but I'm going right. to hopefully remember to bring it home today. So mm. I can be reading it while I'm at home working from my kitchen table. So, um, give me like two standout things from the book that have just kind of really grabbed you so far? Well, for me, it's been very much so like the intentionality behind discipleship has been like the really big thing. Like it's that idea that you need to be like intentional in pursuing people and making disciples. Yeah. And then 
based on that, if people aren't being intentional back, then they're not necessarily worth the time, hmm. which is like weird. Cause it's almost like, you know, usually people say like, Hey, you need to be pursuing disciples. But in the other way, it's like, no, they'll pursue you in a sense, hmm. eager to learn and grow, which was like a very different perspective than to what I'm used to. So yeah, oh, we're hearing that we're not seen. What? Oh, never mind. We're, we're seen. <laughs> oh, freaking me out. I got scared too, so I was like, oh no. Oh man. Could you imagine? Technology has not been our friend in the last little while, so. No. Yeah. What about you? What's been your beard seal of approval? My beard seal of approval is an album uh, by Andy Minio, who's um, a killer MC. This is kind of like. I don't know. It's it's kind of like New York hip hop meets like trap. So I've been really digging it. It's it's helping me through home workout stuff um, because that it is tough to get motivated to exercise in your house. Like just mm-hmm. for real, when you're used to you know a gym and being able to you know hop on an elliptical or you know there's because there's that vibe in the gym. You're there for exercise. Home, mm-hmm. you are rarely there. At your home for exercise you know exercise would be great but there's all these beautiful things like televisions and phones and netflix and, and social media and snacks who are like hey we're so much better than exercise hang out with us but this andy minio record is just it's so good that's awesome uh standout uh standout track would be um you can't stop me i played a little bit for you but yeah yeah, no, it's it's dope. I really dig this album. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I downloaded the seven minute workout app. I, I did it twice in three weeks. So <laughs> I'm nailing it. <laughs> really stretching out those seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. The first actually I tracked it on my Fitbit and the first seven minute one I did because I hadn't worked out in a little yeah, bit, yeah. I burned a hundred calories in seven minutes. Which is like actually insane when you think about that. That's intense. Yeah, me and Ephraim work out, so we yeah. have some we have some weights at home. Yeah. I, I don't, but I also live on the second floor, so I don't feel like lifting weights would be very beneficial for my neighbors below me. <laughs> just just <laughs> dropping them, boom. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big weight dropper, but I you know, I just don't want to be that guy. Yeah. She probably shouldn't take up tap dancing either. That would be a bit of a negative. <laughs> so I shouldn't tap dance? Oh, if you are already, like, you do you, you know, Fred Astaire all over the place. <laughs> I don't know how to dance. I oh, okay, very good. The grams, so. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the finger poking could easily translate to tap dancing ability. The only other one I've been able to do is, like, the frame the face. It's <laughs> a classic mode, you know? <laughs> yes. that, that's about it. So my dancers um, are not, not up to par by any means. Um, I'm so happy right now that you shared that. That's ridiculous. Love it. Yeah, transparency. It's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought for today's conversation, we talk about connecting with God. And uh, I wanted to kick things off with just like the why question. Yeah, I'm sure every four-year-old is probably sitting there thinking why anyway. So yeah, let's just start off with why. Why should we connect with God? Sure. Uh, Short beard first, as we discovered last week. So Okay. But then next (laughs) week, we're going to do long (laughs) (laughs) No, I have earned going second. All right, fair enough. But um, for me, actually, I wanted to share a passage, and it's it's a classic, so by no means is this going to be, like, mind-blowing for anybody. Mm. But John 3.16, yeah, yeah. it says, For God so loved the world, 
that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Then actually 17 is better, but I'm not going to read that for this one. But what I love about this passage is not just its clicheness, but the impact that it has. Right. Because it talks about this love that God has for us, and it's to the point of it being sacrificial. That God actually mm-hmm. paid for it. He gave his son, who is a part of him, the Trinity thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain that on here. That's 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 a big long conversation. Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> but he gave him son. He gave a part of himself because of the world, which means like us, like people of the world. Because he wanted us to be redeemed. He wanted us to have the mm. chance with him. So when I think about relationships that I could have with people or like time I could spend pouring into it, there's there's people that would give sacrificially for me, but that list is a lot shorter than the ones that wouldn't. Fair enough. But God does. And so for me, I think that's a really good reason of why I want to connect to God is because he just gives so sacrificially mm. for me. Yeah. I think, I mean... Before I get to the, you know, before I get to the why, I like to sit with the what. Mm-hmm. So what is connecting with God? And a lot of what I've been working through lately has been, what is prayer? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? And there's this, uh, there's this thing called practicing the presence of God um, as prayer. And what it is, is just taking a second to stop, acknowledge God, you're here. Acknowledge your presence. Mm. And just, it's, and then in that, there's this awareness that starts to grow where you can start to see and feel um, the Spirit and feel God in little parts of everyday life. Mm. You know, as it's as simple as sunshine, you know, the experience of sunshine or the, you know, the experience of exhilaration or that moment of quiet or something really kind of like beautiful that strikes you and or as simple as these days if you're stuck inside the house you know with people it's human contact you know mm-hmm. you know but being aware of God and all of those things and so that steps to me from the what to the why the why connect with God is because those kind of that kind of connection that kind of awareness, is a way to find hope and happiness and light and fuel in order to keep going, especially in a time like this. The other thing too is why connect with God? Um, we spend most of our lives trying to figure out who we are. Yeah, identity is a big thing. Like mm-hmm. we're all trying to figure out, you know, who we are. And in connecting with God, we connect with just a beautiful vision of who we are. Mm. we're loved we're precious we have worth mm. all those things you know and it, it's it's a way to counter a lot of the messaging that we see in you know in social media with apps like facetune and you can you know so you're watching everybody's highlight wheel and there's that again that comparison thing that we talked about where your self-worth and your self-esteem can just get shattered in seeing what everybody else is up to and all they're you know having a great time and all these artificial images but connecting with god is that grounding rod that reminds us who we are mm. that we have worth that we're you know, we have beauty we are loved and that's so 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 important totally 
And that kind of, you kind of dipped into the next question a little bit. Ah. But that's okay. Um, what aspects are important to connect with God? And like, I don't know if this question came across the same way it did for me because hmm. my brain sometimes works differently than other people. But like, I was kind of like, what elements can compose, like we can put together to make it so you are connected with God? Like, hmm. what aspects of it? So for me, like, three jumped my mind, like, right away. Uh, worship, study, and community. Mm-hmm. So um, for worship, which, again, we're not going to go into the depths of what is worship, because that, that's, that's a, a whole long conversation. That's a whole bigger yeah. talk in and of itself. We probably mm-hmm. will do it down the road. But um, worship is far more than just music, as I know you'll mm-hmm. agree with me. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like in the church language, it's often seen as just, you know, the music side of things or music and prayer. Mm-hmm. Or, but it's actually like the whole Sunday morning service is an act of worship. But then beyond that, I actually think worship, in my perspective of worship, is that it's actually the way you live your life. Hmm. It's your lifestyle choice. So the choices we make every day dictates what we worship. Mm-hmm. And because of that, um, I think that's a crucial part of staying connected with God. Uh, I wanted to share Luke 4, verse 8. It says, And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Mm-hmm. And I love this passage that's in the time where Jesus is, you know, he's going through temptation. Mm-hmm. So, like, he has this person, this tempter. Some people might say it's Satan. I'm not 100% sure. So, it's someone of his work, though. And mm-hmm. he's there, and he's tempting Jesus constantly. And this is after 40 days of fasting, yeah, 40 yeah. days of isolation. Like, like if anyone intense. was going to mess up, like, that was the time where, where then, like, everyone would have understood. Mm-hmm. But every single time a temptation was brought to Jesus, he responded with Scripture. Mm-hmm. And But he didn't do it in a way of, like, you know, just, like, Bible band-aid stamping the issue. He right. did it in a way that was because it was how he was living his life. Like, you could tell that his responses were things that, like, he's like, hey, mm-hmm. this is how I live my life. This is what's important. So when he says, like, you should worship the Lord your God, and in him only shall you serve, he's saying, like, this guy is, like, super important. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is choosing to live his life in a way that focuses solely on him. So, yeah. yeah. Um, worship is a really big aspect of staying connected with God because if you're daily living a life that's focused on Him and pleasing to Him, yeah, it's going to help you connect with Him. Yeah, totally. Uh, my second one is study. Mm-hmm. Now, I've often compared our relationship with God like a relationship with a friend. Mm-hmm. I do that quite often in a youth lesson. Okay. Um, just for the fact of like, then I move on to say like, we need to work on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just be like, ah, this is it and that's all there's going to be. But it's not a perfect example, obviously, because, I mean, how many of your friends have you been given, like, a big book that you can open up and read all the information on said friends, mm-hmm. right? That just doesn't happen. But for us, when we have the, the, word, of, the word of God, the Bible, it's, it's one of our ways that we can actually connect and learn from him. So when I say study, I actually mean, like, studying scripture, studying his truths and his character and that side of things. I love uh, what Proverbs 30, verse 5 to 6 says. It says, Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his word, lest he rebuke you, and you be found a liar. So I know every single time I open my Bible, I'm face to face with God's word and his truth. Mm. And so for me, like being able to open it and read it and saturate my life in it, that's just something that really helps me stay connected with him because I'm discovering who he is, but also being filled and impacted with his truth. Yeah. And my third one is community. Mm-hmm. And I say this is like one of the biggest ones. And you kind of dipped into it a little bit yeah. in your why as well. But um, 
how we treat other people around mm-hmm. us shows how we're connected with God. Mm-hmm. It's that whole like love thing. So I want to read First Thessalonians 5, verse 14, which says, And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. I love, I love reading the letters that Paul wrote. Because he always has a section in every single letter where he's like, and now do these things. And it's mm-hmm. always like, if you were to summarize it down to just like a couple of words, it's right. love the people around you well. Mm-hmm. And so he's challenging the Thessalonians to love the people in their community and to love them well because that way you can see Jesus through them. Mm-hmm. So for me, like being in community, it's a challenge, but that's a great way for you to connect with God because it teaches you through the people that you get to interact with. Yeah. I want to hop on that for a second because um, it feels, it feels weird to talk about human connection in this particular point Mm -hmm. in time. Um, But again, one of these big theology ideas um, is that every person is created in the image of God. So we're not going to get deep into that because again, that's its whole thing. Yeah. But the basic to kind of drill down to the essence of it, the basic idea is that um, there's a little spark of who God is in every human person. So in terms of connecting with other human beings, if the image of God is in every person, then every connection, conversation is an opportunity to learn something about God. Mm-hmm. Every connection, even if... Um, and, and that's where being humble about it comes into it. Every connection, regardless of social status or where somebody's from, is an opportunity um, to learn about God. You know, there's over many, many years and centuries, there's lots of stories about, um, you know, really spiritual people um, sitting at the feet of the, the people who would be on the lowest rung of the social strata. The lowest, you know, you're people suffering from homelessness or people in poverty or um, people suffering from disease. Um, spiritual people would sit with them and treat them as if what they were saying or what they were bringing to the table um, was something out of the mouth of God. Mm. And I, I just think that that community aspect is so important. And that's what a lot of people are struggling with though right now too, is because, you know, images of God connecting with each other, you know, God, God is community yeah. in the Trinity. So mm-hmm. we have that. So this social isolation thing can be really challenging because we're meant to be these sparks of divinity are meant to be bouncing off each other. Mm-hmm. That's that's meant to be happening. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to hop on in terms of aspects that I, that I think is is really important is when, in terms of how we treat other people, that flows out of a natural, like transformed people transform their circumstances, you know, the things around, transform the world around. So when we're connecting with God, we're being shaped, we're being transformed. You know, when we're meeting, if we're meeting God authentically in our prayer practice or um, how we worship, 
or just our awareness of the presence of God, that, you know, being in contact with that divine love moves us to love other people better, love ourselves better and love other people better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I sit with, with that. Yeah. You got other stuff to add? No. You're good? No. Perfect. I, I could talk a long time. We've already established that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm just well on my way to being like the dude on the mountain who sits at the top with the beard and doles out wisdom. I'm just, I'm working towards it, you know, eventually. Well, I'm going to yeah. show up in a robe one of these days. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Only for staff meetings, you know, after Corona, of course. Yes. Well, I guess you could show up in a robe, robe in a Zoom call, too. Oh, well, yeah. But then I might just look you're wearing a toga, and that just gets awkward. Um, I don't know. Togas were, you know, Bible era, so feels appropriate. Fair enough. All right. So last... Well, toga last, Zoom meetings. Toga Zoom meetings. <laughs> heard it here first, folks. People are going to want photos and video evidence of this. Um... Yeah, no, we're not doing pics or it didn't happen. So Yeah, so we're hard passing that one. But for our last question, so practically, what are some things that you're doing that connect with God, especially in this time? Cool. Well, you know, I'll give you, since I'll do a long beard first on this right. one. Um, there's a few things. Um, because I have, you know, because I have to travel back and forth from the church in the car, mm -hmm. um, there's a couple podcasts that I really love. Uh, one is... Um, Oh man, everything in its place or something like that. Uh, it's by it's from Richard Rohr, who's a a, a beautiful thinker and writer. Um, but the other one is just like I, I use that time to uh, use my Pray As You Go app, which has daily guided scripture and meditation. Mm. Um, so I just I use use my if I'm going to be in the car for you know 15 20 minutes, I try and use that time. So, you know, there's that. And then just practicing the presence of God, just taking, you know, when I have a moment just to breathe in, stop, and just acknowledge God's presence. Mm. You know, those are, I think those are kind of the top two things mm. that are really helping me connect right now. Yeah, for myself, I've been finding a lot of podcasts have been very helpful. Mm. I had a list of a variety of churches with all different preaching styles listen to because because I am a pastor I actually do enjoy listening to different preaching styles because it helps challenge me and help me learn to grow as a, as a speaker mm -hmm. but then also just because you get to hear all the different ways people tackle scripture and all that kind of stuff so I've always had like a good podcast list to listen to mm -hmm. but in an average week I would never make it through everything that I was supposed to listen to right because I'd be like traveling here doing this and yeah I listen yeah. to podcasts but in five minute segments an hour long podcast takes forever <laughs> so exactly. podcasts have been huge I'm actually like I'm finishing the list before the week's done I'm like oh I need another podcast now so like that's been a really big one for me just like to be poured into myself mm. and then um, reading my bible um, this week hasn't been the greatest for me but usually I'm in at least one chapter a day just kind of like reading it letting God speak to me mm. through it and stuff like that. Um, praying for other people and like praying for myself, but like specifically the one area I really find that's really helping me like see the beauty of God mm. is just being able to pray for others. Mm. So like once or twice a week, I just throw on all my social medias. I'm praying, got some prayer requests and you know, usually people say like, Hey, thanks for praying for me. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm more than happy to, 
but really I kind of feel like it should be me thanking them because yeah. I get to feel blessed and be blessed by getting to pray for them in that moment. And then like, you know, the usuals, like listening to worship music, um, connecting with others. It's different now. It's a lot of zoom mm-hmm. and uh, like text messages and Facebook messages and stuff like that. But those have been huge. And then um, two more. I know I, I'm the rambler this time. No, man. But like Led Zeppelin says, ramble on. Ramble on. It's All beautiful. Right. But the other one, the last one that's like my last serious one, and then I have one that's kind of silly, but also also serious. Right. Uh, my last serious one is engaging at church. Okay. So like church for me is now very different, right? It's I'm attending church on my couch. Yeah, totally. Which is very different than in a pew with other people. And you don't say. <laughs> just a little bit. So for oh my gosh, so funny. for me, just t- trying to be as intentional as I can. And am I doing this perfectly? No. But it's that work on being as intentional as I can to like, you know, not look at my phone even if I see it vibrate. Or yeah, light yeah. Up and just being engaged in that moment. And then even like when it comes to like the ministries that I get to run here, like you know, the youth group and young adults and that kind of stuff, like those things. I'm trying to put in extra effort and extra intention behind okay. just yeah, yeah. to like, you know, like the beer talks, I've, I spend hours on the beer talks just so I know that I'm putting my best foot forward for it. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, my last one, which is my silly one is just trying not to be a grump. <laughs> trying not to be a grump. It's really Mom. hard to like connect with God when you're just grumpy and angry at everything. Oh man. And it's not that like there's a reason for me to be grumpy. It's just some days you wake up and you're just like, I'm gonna be grumpy now. And that's oh, your day. My word. So <laughs> that's funny. Oh man. You know, I, I was thinking, yeah, like cause with the online check-ins and, and prayer mm-hmm. that I do, um, like Monday to Friday at eleven on Facebook and Instagram, yeah, like that has been such a, a beautiful um a beautiful time. Yeah. You know, I've been a part of some of them, yeah. And one of the other things I wanted to say, too, in terms of uh, connecting with God is um, the link between creativity and inspiration. Is, you know, there's, there's a lot of spirit in creativity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I found that, you know, in writing songs and coming up with arrangements and doing all that kind of stuff, like just engaging with creativity has been really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys too, like if you're, uh, you know, if you're a painter or you write or you write poetry or you journal mm-hmm. or you write songs, um, that's a good place to go. And we both listed like a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. like really, but we've also been trying to pursue God for a number of years. Yeah, too, yeah, right? totally. So like if you are new to this or like you haven't really done a lot, just doing anything is a huge step towards connecting with them. Yeah, and, and honestly, like, if you guys are, you know, if you're if you're struggling with ideas or you want some advice, uh, reach out to Devin or reach out to me. Yeah. You know, just slide in the DMs on Instagram or comment on YouTube or, you know, fire us off uh, an email. Our contact information, I think, is on Bethany Chapel's website, bethanychapel.com. What's an email? Oh, yeah, no. Old people, right? Um, so, yeah, DMs or, you know, shoot Devin. I'm sure most of you have his text. So. If not, I can give it. I, yeah, fair enough. Don't hand out your text. No. <laughs> it is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> listen, listen all, all I'm saying is um, 
we're here to journey with you. Mm-hmm. And however we can be helpful in that, um, just reach out. Don't be shy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're always here to help. We're always here to listen. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? The guys that have tuned in and are watching, what are you doing to connect with God in this season? You got anybody in the in the comments? Um, Ephraim said beard seal of approval, but I'm I'm thinking he might have missed it. <laughs> Fair enough. I can just tell him. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. No, do do tell him. Uh, let's see, Janice says she's doing a couple of U version Bible plans with friends. Okay. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's the nice thing about the YouVersion app mm. is like you can you can actually you can add friends on it, which is weird. I've never really understood why you want to have friends in a Bible app until you get into like doing the Bible studies because you can then send the study to the friends and challenge them. Oh to yeah, too. Fair enough. And it'll like it'll make you feel guilty if you're not doing it. It'll be like we haven't <laughs> seen you in three days. And you're like, okay, I guess I should open my app. Yeah, that reminds me. I'm in a like. A Facebook group that's reading a book, and I hadn't finished reading the chapter. I'm supposed to be commenting on it like tomorrow. Oh boy. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Late night read party. Oh, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents say it's a great app, the U version one. So. Yeah, people dig that. That's a definitely a good a good Bible app. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think that's that's it for. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, us, yeah. we'll wrap it up for today. So Yeah, we would love, love to hear from you guys. And like, honestly, if there is something that you're like, I would love to see, whether it's a topic or even like a difficult passage, you're like, I would love to see them dive into this passage more, or I'd love to see them talk about the topic of fear or broccoli. Broccoli seems a little bit harder. Mm. But, you know, like, let us know. Leave a comment. Message one of us. We would... We are open to suggestions, but then on, on top of that, if you are in youth and you are tuned in and watching, we're going to be hopping on Zoom in like 15 minutes. So if you don't have that link, private message us, we'll send you the link. And um, if you're in the Snapchat group that we have, it's it's in there. I posted it this morning. But yeah, just let us know and we can get it to you and you can hang out with us afterwards. Would you like to close this? Yeah, let me, let me do that. God, we acknowledge your presence. We know that you're here. Thank you that you are close, that a connection with you is not difficult. God, that is, you're you're always there with open arms. And you express your presence in so many small and beautiful ways. You know, whether it's sunshine, a snowfall, you know, enjoying something with a pet, a piece of art, a show, you know, a song, or whether it's just in the stillness of a quiet moment, you are there. Thank you for that. And this week, especially with Easter, as we move towards talking about your crucifixion, Jesus, and your resurrection. 
in this, you've experienced the most difficult things of the human experience. And when we talk about connecting with you, God, you know and have entered into our suffering. So the, the hardest stuff that we go through, you're walking, you're walking with us. You're always ready to be invited into our journey, whether it's joyful, amazing, and exhilarating, and we're full of celebration, or whether it's depressing and difficult and, and painful, that you enter into all of those experiences with us. Remind us every day, give us those little glimpses of joy, and those little glimpses of light, those little glimpses of love and grace and beauty and truth in our everyday. Be real to us, God. We need that, especially now. In your name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Peace out, guys.